It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I am excited to be with you tonight. I want to start the show with a question for you. Would it bother you if your partner never posted about you on social media? I want to know what you thought, so I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, and here are the results. 56% of you said, I don't care. And 44% said, yes, I do care. So basically, here's my advice. It's better to post a little than not post at all. Even people who say I don't care, it's always nice at least once a year to post about your partner or you guys together in a very nice way. I, I think so. Just, you know, we live in, in a world where social media is part of our communication. So let's use it positively. And if you have any questions about social media and your relationship or any question at all, call me. 855 905 8255. If you've been touched by love or you have been touched by romance, call me and share that story on the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cassie. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous. You have a story, a romantic story you said you wanted to share with me tonight. So I want to hear this. Yes. Um, kind of amazing. So... A little bit of background information. I take a vacation to Florida to go to the beach once a year. And last year, I was walking along the beach, and I ended up bumping into this guy who was certainly attractive, but, you know, I wasn't divorced yet. I was going through a divorce, so I uh, maintained a respectful distance and everything. But we ended up talking and talking. We talked for four hours on the beach. We watched the sunset together. It was the most amazing conversation I've ever had with a person, a very intense connection. Um, but at the end of the four hours of talking, um, he said, I noticed you're wearing a ring. I was still wearing my wedding ring at the time. And he said, do mm -hmm. you have any advice? I actually just proposed to my girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gave him some kind of cliche advice and the conversation ended and I, we went our separate ways. But um, a year later, which was just about a month ago, I went back to Florida. I was on the beach sitting in the same spot we were at. I was looking at the sunset, thinking about him, and just thinking about that amazing connection. And, like, I was wondering what he was doing in that moment. And I wondered. And in that moment, I was thinking about him. He actually called my phone. Really? Um, it was the craziest thing. And he just said he wanted to check in and see how I was doing. And I told him, well, I'm actually divorced now. And he's... Uh, he couldn't believe that. And he said, I actually just ended my relationship with my fiance because she was cheating. And the first thing I thought of when the relationship ended was how real our connection was. Wow. Wow. It's like a movie. It happens. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. Casey, I'm so happy you called me because sometimes when it comes to romance, love stories, it is like a movie. And when you share a story like this with me and, and I hear this, it all resonates as everything is possible. You never know, Casey. Yes. Thank you. And, you know, it's still early. It's only been about a month. But, I mean, we, we still have that connection. It's amazing. It is amazing. Thank you so much for calling and sharing that love story. Good luck to you both and have a good night. Thank you. Wow, that was really a great love story I just heard. But on a different note, I just got an email at therendezvousshow.com. Somebody needs my help because the trust seems to be gone from their marriage. That is next on The Rendezvous. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have a question but you can't call in, remember you can always, and I mean always, email me your question 
at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on between Leslie and her husband now? So Leslie says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Leslie. My husband and I have been married for one year. I recently found out he cheated on me and we are going to have a baby. We are going to work it out, but I'm having an impossible time trusting him. I know I'm keeping a tight leash on him and I can tell it's pushing him away. How can I trust him again and keep my marriage together for our child? Oh, Leslie, I'm glad you sent me that email. How can you gain the trust from somebody who cheated on you? I'm going to answer that question next. If you just got married, you have a baby on the way, and you find out your husband just cheated on you, how can you work it out? How can you find trust in him again? That's the question Leslie just sent me. So, Leslie, you said you're willing to work on it. You said we are going to work it out. I believe you mean maybe going to couple therapy to find a third party to help understand what happened. That's number one. Most importantly, it's him who has to also go to work alone to a therapist and understand why he attacked you guys' marriage. He attacked, you know, you trust. He attacked you. Why? That's what it takes to repair a mistake. And it's doable. It requires a lot of love, a lot of patience, and a lot of commitment. But it's worth it for the family. It's worth it for both of you. And it's a great example to show we can do better together. That's, that's my advice to you. So good luck to you. And don't hesitate to call me or email me if you have any more questions, Leslie. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Andy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Andy. What is going on tonight? How can I help you? Uh, so I've been seeing this girl that I really like for two months. You know, we hang out all the time and we hook up and stuff. And, um, you know, we told each other we like each other a couple weeks ago. And, uh, but she gave me the we're not exclusive speech last week. Okay. And, um, I think she was just telling me that to just let me, she's just being honest, let me know where she's at. And, you know, she was saying she just got out of a really long relationship and she just moved. She's been living here for two months, and she's going to grad school, which, you know, is, is hectic, you know? Yeah. And um, I don't know. So what do I do? Do I just keep doing what I'm doing? I mean, we still hang out and talk every day. So she says she does not ready to be exclusive. What would you like? You would like to be exclusive now? So are you in that mode of in your feelings, in your heart, in your intention, you'd rather be exclusive with her? Is that what you want? I Yeah, but... I was also thinking, like, maybe it's a good thing. I mean, because I, I was hanging out the, the other day, and I was like, this is great. I mean, I but mean what you more gotta, do I need? Well, it means there is no love, right? When it's usually not exclusive, you, there is no future. Do you feel you have feelings for her, romantic feelings? Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, then it's not going to work out. So my advice when one partner grows those feelings is to stop the connection. Because you will end up very hurt at the end. Your feelings will grow. Hers will not. And you will feel heartbroken when you realize she's having ooh-la-la with the other guys, when she doesn't see you anymore. And she's been very honest. You've been very honest. If you're honest to yourself, why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Yeah, I mean, we still hang out and hook up and stuff. I get it. But she doesn't want to be with you. Yeah, well, she's busy with school and stuff. I just, I think, I think I can, well, she just got out of a long relationship. 
you find excuses for her, but you should ask yourself this question. Why do I want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with me? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think I just got to give her time. Listen, okay, I've given you my advice. I've been there. I've made the same mistakes than you. We stay for the ooh-la-la. We end up heartbroken when we know there's other guys and that we are no different than anybody else. So uh, now you've been warned. I wish you the best. But thank you for your call and, and decide what's best for you. Gee, thanks. I mean, the truth hurts, but the truth will set you free. Somebody just left me a voicemail earlier. They're getting disrespected, and they want to know how to stop that in their relationship. That is coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous, or even during the day you have a question for me, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, just like this one. Bonjour, Simon. This is Dominique. I have a question my boyfriend, whenever he sees someone who he thinks is hot, he's like, oh, that girl is really hot or she has a really nice body. And I hate that because I don't do it to him with guys. And it makes me feel less special and like he's always looking at other women. And I've told him I don't like it and he still does it. So I just want to know how to convey to him that it really hurts me and I want him to stop or I don't know if I should like get over myself. Dominique, thank you so much for the voicemail. I'm going to give you advice on who make sure you man stop disrespecting you like he's doing. That's next. So stay with me. How would you feel, honestly, if your boyfriend, when you guys are in public, would comment on other women's body saying she's hot, this one is hot, this, that. How would you feel? Just like Dominique, upset and disrespected because I feel it's very disrespectful when you're in a relationship to make any comments about anybody else's body or appearances. It's not necessary. It's rude. So, Dominique, I want you to tell that to your boyfriend. Why do you want to attack me all the time and make me feel bad? Why are you with me if you're going to show me disrespect? Because I, and you say that to him, I'm not going to stay with you if that continues. So this is a warning. If I hear one more time that this person is hard, I'm just not going to be with you anymore because I don't need to be with somebody who doesn't care for me and doesn't respect me. There is no love, Dominique, without respect. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a doubt about something in your relationship, don't doubt anymore. Just call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Isabelle. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on? So I've been dating this guy for almost three months now. I really like him. Um, okay. We were on a date last week, and we just happened to be in the neighborhood where my aunt lives. And I told him that, and he's like, oh, okay, well, why don't we just go stop by and say hi? So we drive over there, and we stop by, we knock on the door, and we say, surprise, hi, I know this is very random, but we just want to say hi. And she's like, no, 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 come on in. I'll make you a drink. And we had a lot of fun together. It was very impromptu. And anyway, fast forward to the morning after, and uh, she calls me. And she's like, um, I'm concerned that this guy that you're dating is uh, a drunk and that he mm. is a partier. Mm -hmm. She's like, he drank a lot last night. And now I don't know what to think because I'm looking back at all the times that we have dated. 
and he has had like two to three drinks every time. And it also hurts knowing that like my aunt who means a lot to me thinks that about someone that I also really like. I see. Okay. So Isabel, you want to know what to do? I do want to know what to do. So I have some good news and bad news. Which one you want first? Um, let's do the good. The good news is you have an intuition. Women intuition can never be wrong. Never. It will never betray you, never confuse you. This feeling that you have inside of you is the truth. That's the good news. Okay. Now, the bad news is you're going to have to trust your intuition, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, Isabel. In your intuition, do you think or do you feel your aunt is right? Yeah. Then in that case, you know what to do. You cannot build a solid, healthy relationship with an addict that doesn't have years of treatment and so on. So you ask yourself, why would I want to build a future with somebody unstable, suffering from a very difficult disease that makes him unpredictable? Yeah. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, you for breaking mo- that down. <laughs> You're most welcome, Isabel. Good luck to you and have a good night. You too. Somebody sent me a very interesting email at therendezvousshow.com. What do you do when you have a new relationship going well, but you terribly miss the ooh-la-la with your ex? I'm going to get to that question next. Stay with me. If you're listening to me on The Rendezvous and you have a question for me, but you can't dial in right now, you can always send me your question by email at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on between Zoe and that boyfriend of hers. Zoe says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Zoe. I love my boyfriend, but he's nowhere near as good as my ex in bed. I get so frustrated with our ooh and I find myself pretending that my boyfriend is my ex. But sometimes that doesn't even help. And just to be clear, I don't want my ex back because we were in an extremely toxic relationship. But I can't get that ooh out of my head. I love my boyfriend, so how can I move on and stop thinking about how good it used to be? So really the question is how you detox from a past relationship. I'm going to help you with that next. Stay with me. Have you ever been with somebody where the intimacy, the ooh-la-la, was so great it was intoxicating? And then you don't date this person anymore, you date somebody that you love, but they're nowhere near as good in bed as your ex. That's the dilemma Zoe just emailed me. So how can you move on and stop thinking about how good it used to be? It's like a drug, the high and then the low. How do you detox? Well, you talk about it. So maybe you talk about it with a shrink. And also, little by little with time, as you move on and don't do this anymore, the feelings fades away. But Zoe, my last question for you, and only you will answer that one, is do you want to stay with somebody, the new person you is, if you're not happy in your intimacy with him? That is the question for you to answer. So think about it. And if you have more questions, always call me at 855-905-8255. You have a question, you have a doubt about your relationship, you're not sure what to do, dial in the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Anna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anna. How can I help you? What's going on tonight? 
I've just been feeling really disconnected from my husband in the past month. Um, I'm a teacher, and I recently went back to school. Um, and my husband works a lot, and now I'm working a lot, and we have two small children. So when he's at work, I'm watching the kids, and when he comes home from work, I leave from work. And when we do have time to see each other, we're just so exhausted that, you know, we fall asleep, we don't talk, there's no romance, and I just feel really disconnected. I don't know what to do about it because there's no end in sight. I see. Um, there's no more romance and no more ulala also, right? Uh, I mean, barely. Okay. I can't change reality. I wish I could. But you guys have tough jobs. You have kids. You're busy. Different schedule. That's the reality, and there's no way to change that right now. But here's my little piece of advice. Starting tomorrow, when you write something, writing a little love note to each other, start with a sense of humor. That's going to reignite the thing. is that you have to make it a little flirty. Not so much the time spent together because you don't have that much time. But I'm a guy. I know that if my girl writes me something a little flirty, a little ooh-la-la, a little romantic, whatever, I'm going to do the same. And it's going to ignite the flame of flirt. And flirting is the first step before we get back to romance. So let's not worry so much about the time together yet, but write a little something, draw a little something, you know, a little wink, a little memory of great time, and then... Be flirty, just, just a little bit, and see how that goes, okay? Okay, that's a really good idea. I mean, it worked for me in the past when I was in a situation like that. We started to be flirty, you know, dull drawing, little memories about we did this there, a little wink, a little text, and things got back because it becomes playful, right? So against routine, be playful. Okay. I hope that helps you, Anna. Thank you so much it, for your it call. It really does. It really does. Well, I'm glad to hear this, and I'm sure he'll be happy to hear this too. So... <laughs> Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you, you too. The Rendezvous with me, Simon Marcel, continues next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Really, I mean it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. In French, merci beaucoup. Because, you know, we prepare all day with my fabulous team of producers. We get ready. You know, I usually have an early dinner. I get excited and then it's showtime. So thank you for being with me. If doing... The day, by the way, you want to check something about The Rendezvous or what we're going to do or other things, polls, just go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. And if you have a story you never told anybody else, afraid of judgment, you never told your best friend, you never told your parents, you never told anyone, even your priest maybe, tell me the story and come on my podcast, La Confession. Just go to therendezvousshow.com and write an email to my producers and say, I have a story for Simon. Why? Because it's from each other's mistakes, then we learn how to love each other better. So I want to hear everybody's confession. Thank you so much again. Have a good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.